Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Empire. Play Fantasy Baseball Show with D. Mindy. Little Cheesecake and Doc starts now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Baseball Show. We are now a proud member of Empire Media and the Empire Media Podcast Network. D. Mindy here. I'm joined by a cheesy slice of cake that is now a vaccinated morsel. That's Art Tornaveni, a.k.a. Little Cheesecake, the LC. LC, how's it going? You know, I got that Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The next day, they discontinued. They're like, oh, we got to put a pause on these Johnson & Johnson vaccines. And, uh, you know, since then, I've been feeling like, oh, it's my chest hurt. I think I think my chest might hurt right now. I, I should call my doctor about that chest. I'm not sure. That Johnson & Johnson vaccine, maybe I'm in trouble. Six in 6.8 million doses have had problems. And of course, I'm thinking that I'm going to be the seventh. <laughs> no, that's, that's the thing, though. I was like, like I didn't find out about it until someone was like, didn't you get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? I was like, yeah. And they were like, did you see this? And they sh- I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, was, I was like, but it's of course the one I get. Of course what? it's the one I get. Yeah. <laughs> so is it like a three-week window and then you're considered in the clear? Is that what they were saying? Basically two weeks. Or two weeks? It's two a good weeks, thing you yeah. guys aren't women because all six cases have happened to women. Well... That's true. That's true. Uh, I mean, I am, I am very sensitive to, to women's issues, but I am not yeah. a woman. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was wild, honestly. I got, it. I also think six in a, over was a million cases that shouldn't get something recalled, but, uh, yeah, they're being honest. just cautious. They're being super yeah. cautious and which is, which is the right way to handle it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but we're not talking about vaccines. I want to talk nah, about, nah, nah. uh, I want to talk about a stingy man who doesn't like to pay for good seats at baseball games. And it's the doc, Eric Mendelson. What's going on? What are you talking about, man? Like, <laughs> you, uh, your, your girlfriend, Casey, I can't believe she went along with that. <laughs> We're going to so, so you know now. what? It was her idea to go. And she also said, Hey, do you think David's going to bring me up on the show tonight? And I said, probably. And now I'm going to have to text her that you did. Obviously. It's, of course, <laughs> she comes up on every episode. She's a staple on this program. I'm going to anyway. kill you, David. <laughs> <laughs> in today's episode, we have the triple play. In this triple play fantasy drafts, there's many great things about drafts. It's some people's only thing that they like about fantasy sports. Obviously, you get to draft. You get to shape teams in the way that you want, depending on when and where you're drafting. And it's a staple of in this league. And speaking of in this league, we're going to do, be doing a five-round mock with these three gorgeous hosts that you're hearing right now, a handsome member of the Triple Play team in Marty Tallman, and the two fellas from in this league, Chris Welsh, a.k.a. Is It the Welsh, and Scott Bogman, making their Triple Play fantasy returns. So make sure you stay tuned for that. After we go to our bullpen for our question of the week, 
What is the best moment from a random baseball player that you can remember? And our game of the week coming in to shut the door. There is so. no game of the week. <laughs> and we, and we right. only went four rounds. <laughs> You're totally right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at me like just reading from a script like I uh, haven't learned by now that things never go as we planned. Uh, but no, it was all good fun. You guys are in for a fun episode. On that note, though, if you guys are ready to get another episode started, then, man, we are here to do it for you. Let's do it! Yeah! Held that one for a while, David. Doing the cardio. After that, <laughs> uh, so we had some news, and then some more news came out while we were recording the show. So let's start right off the top. Johnny Cueto was transferred to the ten-day injured list with a grade one lat strain. I hate seeing those lat strain injuries. Uh, right now, it's looking like it's going to temporarily disrupt an impressive rebound effort from Cueto, who at this point in the season had a one point eight zero ERA. And roughly a average strikeout percentage of about 24.3% and a terrific walk rate of 5.4% through 20 innings. So I'm going to ask you, Cheesecake, are you, if you have Johnny Cueto, is it worth holding on to him or are you just dropping him? Assuming you don't have the aisle space. Um, I think, I think I'm going to just drop him. Um, because he's, he's kind of old. I'm not sure exactly. If he was going to, I don't think he was going to obviously sustain the success he's had. Uh, but I think I'd just drop him for now. Okay. Fair enough. Doc, I'm figuring you're doing the same. Yeah. I kind of think it's like the old veteran that has a really good start to the season. Um, it kind of like the Adam Wainwright last year where he actually had a pretty good season. And then this year, first inning or first game gives up like six earned. So. I think that was just a matter of time to happen with Johnny Cueto. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it. I, I was, I benched him going against the Cincinnati Reds because I thought that blow up effort was coming. But the one thing I love seeing him on the mound is he literally changes his delivery, changes his timing. Is there not a more entertaining pitcher than him right now? It's amazing to watch him pitch. I, I love watching and I, how he actually gets the ball into the strike zone, changing his delivery on every pitch mm-hmm. is impressive to me. And, 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 and I wonder, and I wonder, cause it seems like he's doing a little bit more of that now than he used to. Cause like five mm-hmm. years ago, he wasn't shimmying quite as much on his pitches. And I wonder if that's kind of mm, causing a little bit extra strain on his, on his 35 plus year old body. Art, you're right. He is 35. Is he 35? Yeah, I figured he was around 35. Yeah, Johnny Cueto definitely is sexy on the mound with those shimmy shakes. Gotta love that. Uh, so, what is with you in this mood music, David? I don't know. I'm all about it. Man. I gotta set the mood. Johnny Cueto getting us in a sexified mood here. Uh, let's talk about the Toronto Blue Jays bullpen, who now they just placed Jordan Romano on the 10-day IL which came shortly after that Julian Merriweather was placed on the IL. And let's not forget Kirby Yates was also supposed to be the closer in that bullpen who set out for the year with Tommy John. So cheesecake, I'm going to go back to you again for this one. Julian Merriweather is gone. Jordan Romano is gone. Kirby Yates is gone. Who are you picking up in that bullpen? And 
how much fab are you going to spend on that closer? Uh, my first choice would be Rafael Dolis. He was the pitcher who closed the season last year as their closer, who ended the season as their closer last year, and he did really well. He also was a closer, I think, in Korea or Japan before coming back to Toronto. And um, <clears throat> I'm not going to – I'll probably throw like like 91, 101, you know, just a little bit over – a little bit over like nine or 10% of my full year budget. Um, because I, you know, I, one, I'm desperate for saves, but I don't want to throw out a huge amount because I don't know is it going to be him? Is it going to be David Phelps for sure? I don't know for sure. Perhaps by Sunday we'll have a better idea. And if we do, obviously it's going to be a huge bid right now, sitting here Thursday night, I'm thinking like 91 or 101 would be a good bid. And I called Eric the stingy one. Look at you. 10%, Doc, would you be doing more than 10%? I'm doing less than 10%. Oh, uh, you definitely are the stingy one. I mean, think about it. Like, everybody went in joy and merry weather. And, you know, we talked about some bids were as high as, you know, 35% of your total fab. But if the uh, if the Blue Jays' closers keep getting hurt, I mean, are you going to spend money on somebody that is going to might follow that, that track record? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I just stopped listening to your opinion on that when you said you're spending less. I mean, I'm just kidding around, but honestly, if you're char chasing saves, if you're trying to, like Cheesecake said, maybe spend 10%, maybe you can get a, a three or four saves over the course of that time period, especially because it's not like there's a ton of options in that bullpen for them to go to. I think Dolis has to be the inside track guy right now. Um, it, it's again, it's kind of paying for saves, but it's an easy way to get a few saves, hopefully. Um, so at least you can get on the board if you're struggling in, in that save category I, right now. I, I'm go, I'm gonna laugh at you guys, not at like the situation, but if Dolis gets hurt, and I'll say, see, that's why I didn't want to spend more fab on him. Well, we didn't make up a song of him, so there's a chance he <laughs> it doesn't happen. Uh, so those were some news that came out before we were kind of recording. Just kept an eye on Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to get activated on Friday against the. Uh, the arguments of many fantasy players who basically just say, let him sit and get healthy. I think we're all kind of a little perplexed at that move. Are we all on the same page for that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Padres obviously are contenders, but I think they could have held up fine without him and at least let him rest some, but uh, he's coming back. So if you have him on your fantasy team, make sure you activate him, especially if you're in the, uh, if you play NFBC and lineups active or open up again for Friday through Sunday, make sure he's active for those Friday through Sunday games. All right, some more news that came out throughout the week since we last recorded. Angels outfielder Dexter Fowler suffered a torn left ACL. He's going to undergo surgery, cue him out of action for the next six to nine months. He says that the, he's coming back. So this will not be the end for Dexter Fowler. Phillies are placing right-hander Archie Bradley on the 10-day IL list to an oblique injury. Is that any clarity in that Phillies bullpen now? Doc, what do you think? Jose Alvarado, baby. Been saying Hector Neris is awful. And I still can't believe he opened the season as closer. Oh, yeah. He just, he's good for blowing a ton of saves. So I agree with you on that. A-Rod secured ownership in a North American sports team, but it's not a baseball team. After making an attempt to purchase the Mets, he's now teamed up with billionaire Mark Lore to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves. Doc, are you shocked at that one? Uh, a little bit. He doesn't have any connection to Minnesota, but... The Timberwolves have been a struggling franchise. I don't think they've made it since 2004 to the playoffs. So hopefully you can change it. Yeah, we'll see. Not there, true. I, think I, I saw a lot of Coach people that Thibodeau brought him there. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. That's right. They snuck in as the eighth seed. 
Dang, Doc, mm-hmm. you got burned. I'm a Coach Thibodeau fan, so I know. Um, so it's kind of curious, though. Uh, I did see that Glenn Rice is like hated by the Timberwolf fans. So I think the fact that it's anything but Glenn Rice, it's going to be uh, a new dawn of the new day in Minnesota. Brent Honeywell Jr. checked off his major league debut on his bucket list. Two perfect innings with a pair of strikeouts and then was sent down. Cheesecake, did you like what you saw from him? Yeah, he looked good. That screwball was looking really nasty. He had some nice changeup movement going. Um, <clears throat> I wish I would have seen, I wish they'd let him throw a little bit more. I wish they'd have kept him up, but obviously it was just a little spot start they needed from him. So hopefully we'll see him again, uh, this year. Yeah, I would love to see it. Good comeback story there. Diamondback signed outfielder Josh Reddick to a minor league deal, 750K in guaranteed salary. I wish I got that much money in guaranteed salary if he makes the major league roster. Rockies have agreed to sign right-hander Ivan Nova. It's going to be a minor league deal. It'll be the second minor league deal of the last three months for the veteran hurler. Doc, are you going to make sure whenever he pitches, you pick the opposing offense? Of course. Supernova is a real thing. Yeah, I, I, he's an easy stream. <laughs> uh, he's, I just love those pitchers that you can uh, just stack up hitting against. And uh, a lot of IL stints that over the last uh, week or so, Anthony Rendon, Adrian Morahone. Jesse Hahn on the 10-day IL. Jonathan Hernandez underwent Tommy John surgery. He'll be out until sometime in 2022. And Zach Gallon was activated Tuesday and pitched four innings of eight strikeout ball. Cheesecake, did you like what you saw from Mr. Zach Gallon? Oh, yeah. Nice to have him back. Nice to have him on the mound. He looked really good out there. Um, uh, his, uh, his, you know, I, I wasn't sure how long he was going to be out. So to see him come back within the first month of the season really encouraging uh i like that they didn't let him go very long let him kind of get his get his uh feet wet with the season um but we'll see next start you know maybe the adrenaline was flowing in his first start this year we'll see uh we'll see how he's doing in in start two see if that uh see if that maintains i like it and i've heard a lot of people bring up that did they when you guys saw that he was hurt did you see anywhere that there was a timeline for when he was coming back mm-hmm no. Nah. And they were saying that that's one of those things when you're drafting, because his draft price slipped a ton without a concrete timeline, and he only missed two starts. So that's just kind of a lesson, I think, for people to, hey, if there's not a, he's coming back in May, or like if it's open-ended and that draft price is slipping that much, take advantage of that type of draft value, right? I think we all kind of got schooled in that when we basically slept on him, let him slip in draft boards, and went to somebody else that only missed two starts. So there's yeah, your everyone's got, everyone's got burned by that same philosophy though before is that you get a guy and you don't know exactly how long he'll be out. So you, you draft him and then he's out or he makes one start and he's gone for the whole season. So, I mean, th- there was a little bit of prudence in, in not, in not taking him too high. I think. I guess it also depends on how much he slips. I've heard, I heard he was like going in some drafts, like close to pick 200. That's too and much. Like, yeah. 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 So I think it, again, depends on where you were getting him, but I definitely faded him more than I I drafted him a lot earlier in draft season and then faded him a little more too much, I think, than I should have, uh, just because I wasn't sure how the injury was. And Doc's just completely ignoring us. So I guess that's a good time to transition. And if you like what you're hearing so far and you don't want to be like Doc and ignore us, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you find them. Want to hear more triple play? Great news for you. We have a fantasy baseball and basketball show you can check out available anywhere you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying the content, how about getting us a 
five-star rating and review wherever you find your podcast. Hook your boys up with that five-star rating and review, and it means the world to us. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy. Eric runs our social media and provides daily questions, posts that you don't care about, and of course, our weekly episode drop. My God, are you still talking? <laughs> if you want to keep the fun going, check out our website, www.tripplayfantasy.com. All the best articles, videos, podcasts, and more at the mecca that is the website of Triple Play Fantasy. Remember what we've always said here, and when I always say always, I mean for the first time ever, if you're looking for a podcast that'll make people's head turn like The Exorcist, the only podcast capable of such wizardry is Triple Play Fantasy. Make sure you remember that. We'll jump into the In This Triple Play Fantasy Draft with the Welsh and Bogman right after this quick break. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Woo! What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the podcast. We got a full house here tonight. And I got to start this off with some introductions, right? So one guy you see on screen, Mr. Marty Tallman, you might recognize him. He's with us here at Triple Play Fantasy. He's one of our analysts, our writers, host of Between the Seams podcast on the YouTube channel and the lead fantasy baseball writer at Motor City Bengals. What's going on, my friend? Dude, I'm happy to be here. Happy to do some uh, draft and love seeing everybody. And uh, it's baseball season, 162 games every single day. We got this. I love it. Can't, couldn't have said it any better. Couldn't have said it any better. Now, the two guys you see on the bottom of the screen, uh, you know who they are, but you know what? I got to intro them in the right way. So, fellas. We welcome in two men. Attention! That lead an army. These fellas are lords of, in this, of the In This League podcast and do things that the world has never seen before them. One guy whose name implies the question, is it the grape juice? <laughs> As the Prospect One podcast and radio for Sports Grid. The other contributes to FN, FNTSY and is known to suffer pain in multiple ways when the Diamondbacks lose. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the OGs, the commanders, the lords of fantasy sports, Scott the Cat Bogman, and the no cheese for me, Welsh, what's going on, fellas? What's up? <laughs> what an introduction! You know the it, you know the ITL lore with us being lords. You know all the business. I love it, dude. Thanks for uh, thanks for having us. Oh, of course, this is an absolute party. The fact we've had you guys each on individually, but we're able to get you guys both on together is just an absolute treat for us. So we really appreciate your guys' time. You yeah, got man. it, man. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be a good time. So we okay. always like it when people understand. The shtick that we have. So, yeah, you definitely, you definitely propped it. us up way too much, but I appreciate. <laughs> we're we're kind of like the, um, we've, but more better said is like the underlords of fantasy. <laughs> we we are we are everything that like the respected industry is not. You know, the respected industry <laughs> they got lots of graphs and they're really smart. Sometimes they wear glasses. You know, like I've got glasses. Bogman has glasses too, but you know what these glasses are. These are UV glasses. So I, it's not, it's like I can look smarter, but it's also so it doesn't hurt my eyes. 
We're yeah. not the smart guys. We're the I look like fat Tony Stark when I put those things yeah. on. So, <laughs> no, My whole point is we're just we're the the underlords of it. We're we are in the mud. We're the mud people of fantasy, and we're the we're mud proud people of, it. of fantasy. Yeah. That's right. Oh that's man, a good I mean, slogan. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's our slogan. <laughs> mud people, I, the mud people. Like welcome to the mud people. No, but seriously, thank you for having us, and uh, we're always down for a good time. And I know we're going to do that here with geez, six of us here. This is wild. I know. I didn't think streamer would be able to hold all this, all this masculine stuff going on with here. With the beginning video too, I thought I'm like, am I in the Royal Rumble right now? This video is amazing, <laughs> dude. I was I ready like to go. Countdown, like, yeah, dude. You, we had the hype video, David. You, you dropped a Ric Flair. Woo! I was like, <laughs> let's go. I'm ready. Do, do you all remember the first times you guys came on? Well, I think we were with Skype. That was our first Skype call, and yeah. I was holding yeah. my phone up to do like pokemon sounds for prospect battles and bogman i don't even know if we if we had video it was definitely also one of our first ones but uh, we, I were... th- we had we had video for us i don't think you you guys were doing video yet but i do remember being attached to like your next six skype calls too because <laughs> you kept calling me every time you guys did the show and i had to keep like saying guys i'm not on this week you know and, and rejecting the call so i do remember that and look at that this was now. my fault like, you got like six, you got six of us here. You got crazy intro videos. You got this, this like bomb ass bar at the bottom. We're coming off of like, we're your next guest, even though it's a different sport, but you had Austin Eckler on like yeah. from the days. You did of, tell him I love him, didn't you? I mean, I, yeah, I, from the I, days of our <laughs> Skype calls to like all your pro setup, you guys are doing all right. So we're glad to uh, be a part of it. And just don't call Bogman like six or seven more times to be on the next. Six or seven shows. That's all. I mean, the hope was that he would pick up once. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I don't even have Skype open most of the time. So when I did have it open, I'm like, here's David calling me again. All it's right. pretty impressive. Right. It's probably because they saw the green bar. They're just like, yeah, let's just do it. So <laughs> I've done that before. You want to know what's terrifying? I don't know if anybody else has done this. I've had a couple instances of this. When you have, uh, I'm not saying that you respect Bogman or anything, but if you respect somebody in an industry, whether you work in radio or here, and you accidentally call them. I have this story where I worked in sports radio for a long time. And um, I was a fill-in producer for a sports show and I worked some Super Bowls and stuff. So I started to get some athletes uh, phone numbers. And one night, possibly was drinking, I went to call my friend Joe. And his name was not, uh, it was just, I had two Joes in my phone. And I don't want to, I was about to give his name out in the air and I shouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> I go to call Joe late at night and it's ringing and it's ringing. And I'm just like, why isn't he picking up? And he goes to the voicemail and I called Brown's offensive lineman Joe Thomas. And it went to voicemail and I went and I I froze and it went and it clicked to his voicemail and I said, "Hi, this I'm is so- Joe Thomas of the Cleveland Browns. Leave a message." Yeah, well, yeah. he's like he like, reached his phone to Joe Thomas and I I froze and I let it go to the beep and I went, "I'm sorry, not the right Joe." And I hung up. <laughs> and like I've done that in Skype before, so I know what you guys are going through where you do calls and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, okay, I got to call Bogman." And then I'm now calling like Jim Callis as well. And I'm like, no, 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 Jim, I'm not trying to call you. I'm not trying to call you. It's a horrible, horrible feeling when you accidentally call people. But please keep doing it to Bogman. <laughs> well, after that, now, I mean, Bogman, you better be on. You're already on speed dial now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I've had to give my phone number out uh, before, so I'm used to it. So don't, don't, don't even <laughs> feel true. bad at all. That's true. He did do that. <laughs> hey, well, so I'm not going to lie. I was we were thinking before you guys came on, we were like, we got you on. I was like, what the hell are we about to do with these guys? I was like, we can't just do a, a vanilla show. We got to do something. And then Cheesecake's like, yeah, it's got to be a mock draft. <laughs> so 
sure enough, we're mock drafting tonight. Still, and, I like uh, that's our so, brand. We we didn't realize that. I think you guys just helped us. We were talking about this. We were plugging that uh, you guys were having us on and that we were doing a mock draft. And I looked at Boggs and I was like, did that become our brand? I think that's our, like, <laughs> we, our brand used to be player debates because Bogman and I, like, we always, we done player you debates. You got to bring them back. Those yeah, were we're, we're, we actually just did. We just brought them back. We had Dan Harris from Fantasy Pros on and we brought them back. But, like, we wrote, like, two books, wrote uh, two books yeah. with player debates. And that was, like, in my mind, our brand. But then I had this realization when you were like, let's have a have us on for a mock draft. I said, oh, I think we transformed our brand into mock drafting because we definitely like to have fun with mock drafts. And, you know, like try to take it seriously. Don't just everybody is so like mm, this is a mock draft, so you know don't blah blah blah. Like uh, take try to take it seriously. That you know you have fun with it, and then you also can test yourself when you you know get upset or someone snipes you instead of just being like oh just go to the next guy. So I guess that's become our brand. So I appreciate you helping us figure that out. Yancey mm-hmm. bought the book. Uh, congratulations, Yancey. You're in a gold club of less than 100 people that <laughs> yeah. bought our book. So. Yeah. I yeah I, I've got, I've still got like three copies back here that I don't know what to do with. I might burn them or we'll have a seance <laughs> or something. Clean <laughs> so, the ideal air, we'll burn them. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're taking over. Well, I, I was going to quickly say about your brand. I think part of your brand um, is a 45 minute intros, and that's exactly what we're, we're about to do. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and where we don't actually talk about it. Anything yeah, that's that's what I voted yeah. for. I was like, we don't need, we can just have a full hour intro and never get into the show, and I think that would be part. Adam, Adam Rank has taken that; he is the king of that now. Yeah, we're we're pretty good at that too. We're pretty good yeah. at uh, like, especially my favorite is when you do that and you catch the person that's just like you know if if, if you I, I've gone beyond caring about like what my iTunes reviews look like anymore, but you know you'd always get the random person be like, could we just not talk for ten minutes about nothing and just get to the show? And it's like, dude, you are in the <laughs> wrong place. Wrong if that's what place. you're wanting for us. Yeah, yeah. And we're doing oh, it here, yeah. so I apologize. <laughs> no, you're good. I, that's that's what we're here for. Who cares about mocking? But anyway, yeah, no, so. This is this is going to be an interesting. This is going to be fun. So, this is my first time. I think you no know, second time trying to do six people on a pod. Crazy. And so we're going to try to see if we can get through a twelve team mock five rounds. Mm. And so how we're going to do this? If you have the first pick, you have the seventh pick. If you have the second pick, you have the eighth pick, and so on. So I did the very high tech method of having my girlfriend, Beyonce. Uh, I wrote down each Beyonce of our names. Beyonce. Yeah, I also heard Beyonce. Did you? I, was, I heard Beyonce. My girlfriend. Are you engaged to a Beyonce? I just need to start calling her that. My Beyonce. There's no better compliment than that. hundred percent Beyonce. <laughs> so my Beyonce, she. Uh, I, I wrote it down one through six. And, and she wrote a new I, song called "Not a Single Lady." <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote it all down. Had us randomly pick it. I'm not going to play the video and save you guys the cringe of it, but the <laughs> uh, the draft order is going to be, we have M- Marty with the one, Eric with the two, Welsh with three, we have Cheesecake with four, I five, and then Bogman is six. Oh, Bogman on the wheel. Love it. So obviously, like I said, you have basically whatever is double your number type of deal. So one, seven, two, eight. That type of stuff. So, we're doing two math. teams each. So let's yep. make sure that's clear. We're doing two teams each. It's a lot of math. Yeah. A lot of math. Six so, and 12. Both of, yeah. Two different personalities. So like I can have two personality yeah. drones. <laughs> one is the and one. One is Chris Welsh and the other is the Welsh. Gotcha. Who's who's uh, Chris Welsh going to draft? 
Chris Welsh will probably play it very safe. Not Ozzy Albies. <laughs> yeah. And the Welsh might get uh might get nasty and dirty. So let's go. Ooh. All right. I like it. So I'm gonna put up Cheesecake Luckily, since he's the one that's really good with spreadsheets. You guys Jeez. all I think Marty, that is totally my bad that you don't not have the spreadsheet, but you're gonna be able to look at it on screen. So I'm gonna share oh, unreal. <laughs> I'm such a I'm such a bad host here. Uh, so Marty, everybody has it. They're going to be able to see the ADP. Uh, so I think who, who did I say the first pick? Me. Marty. <clears throat> so Marty. Yep. Gonna, Marty, gonna... you, you better not need a spreadsheet for that first pick. <laughs> I'm about to say the guy without the info. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty easy one, Marty. Uh, it, now let me ask this though. Five by five. Are we doing points? It's just a normal five by five roto. Thank you. Uh, yeah. You can't have us on doing and doing points, by the way. I just yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you guys are, are you guys are points sharing right now? Are you point shaming point right shaming? now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm, that's my least favorite of the, uh, of the ways to play is points. Yes. Hands down, I, without I'm question. point shaming for sure. Yeah. What are would you doing? You, would you call them amateurs? I just know. Well, I mean, uh, I want to say crybabies, but that's for Roto. <laughs> yeah, crybaby is for Roto, not not for points. Points are way less crybaby because you're almost definitely playing head to head points. So yeah, you just don't uh, care about the players. You're just like uh, you know, I, like I like to play against categories, and I know you could argue like which category it's a point. It's just not. It's just points accumulation. It's the, the players. The players become um, less interesting, and you just don't—you're just not attached more. It, you're literally a point. Your points chasing to a, just a different degree. Where I, I like to—I don't—I like the strategy of categories. Points. My just, thought process yeah. is whatever to be more divisive in the industry because that's what we need is more people sniping at each other. So, oh, it's a good uh, point. Yeah, w- whatever uh, is the most popular thing, we hate it to be divisive, right? Yeah, so, and point out the people too. Make sure to point out the people uh, <laughs> that you want to shame too. That's important. <laughs> Yancey's already here. He knows it. So it's <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So who has the number two pick before I forget? I'm trying to steer this ship, but not doing a good job. <laughs> let's uh, turn away from that giant thunderstorm. Yeah, uh, let's go a different way. Marty, okay. Marty's got the first pick, right? Yeah. yeah he picked Acuna. Oh, Who's okay. got the second pick? I do. I'm taking Mookie Betts. Okay. Is he going to play any more games this year? I hope so. He's my first round pick. Will Smith has more games played than him right now. It's ridiculous. Ooh. Mm. Bogman. Ooh, sassy. All right. So I have the next pick. I am going to take. I'm going to take uh, Soto. Juan Soto. All right. So no mm. pitchers off the board for the first three picks. And then just to be clear, everybody has, except for Marty, has the ADP for the last week of. NFBC drafts. So right yeah. before this is literally right before the season where these guys were going. For the record, yeah. so I don't sound like a dick. I also would have taken Mookie Bats. So I just <laughs> I hate the fact that he hasn't played more games. He's my first pick in TGFBI. Get on the field, Mookie. Let's go. I like that. You, I like that you had to come back to that. Just let me just so everybody know. I still like Mookie before the Dodger fans come. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So I'm gonna, just get a better back, Mookie. That's all we ask. Yeah. That's all we ask. Come on. Fourth pick, I'm going Trey Turner. Trey Turner? All right, well, you guys leave it very interesting for me now at five. So there's no Acuna. Obviously, Fernando Tatis is not going to be going where he is now. What are you talking about? He's coming off the IL tomorrow. Yeah. He's, for, yeah. he's a, a steal at five. Coming back. I'm going to – I'm a pitching guy. I'm going good old Jakey D, Jacob DeGrom at five. 
Give me, me Bieber my- six wins this year. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, did you snap draft Bieber there? I'm, I'm snap drafting. Let's go, Bieber. Wow. I got Bieber fever. Let's go. No time on the clock for Marty. Yeah, geez. Um, We're used to 30-second uh, clocks here, Marty. You are too. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Trevor Story. Boom. Oh, that's the first panic pick of the draft. That was a panic <laughs> pick. Hey, like, oh, my God, the clock is going. You know, I'm on your blind. Trevor Story's not in the lineup tonight. Could that be things to come? I'm taking Garrett Cole at eight. Because Marty took him. That's why. What can I say on this podcast? That- <laughs> you, you can curse as much as you want. You, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Yes. He t- I was going to take the pitcher. This is the Welsh team. Real and, quick, and David. Want- let, let's get uh, what, what's the rundown again? Because I'm dumb and can't remember. Of all, the, all right. So the yeah. picks that have been taken so far, we have Ronald Acuna. We have Mookie Betts. We have Juan Soto. We have Trey Turner. We have Jacob DeGrom, Shane Bieber, uh, Trevor Story, Story, and then Garrett Cole. Wow. So I'm up, right? Yes. Or, or the Welsh is up, not Chris Welsh. Already drafted. <laughs> the Welsh is up. Um, <laughs> this know, is the dirty I, one. I got to tell you, Tatis being here is is going to allow such a steal, and I am very pro Tatis rest of year, except my worry which we talked about with Dan Harris is like, there's still that possibility when he, you know, he's always going to bat aggressive and that's not going to change. And the reaggravation worries me a lot. So I'm going to go a little bit more safety and he's just balling out. This is an easy Mike Trout at whatever this pick is for me at nine. That's why I had David go over the picks again. I was like, did Trout really not go? Like, yeah, you know, he just went. We're not doing this on any system. I was like, uh, is he still there? Yeah. Trout so. to the Welsh, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really mad because I was hoping he was going to fall to me. He'd be the one that slips between the cracks. But uh, I mean, if Cole was gone, I would have gone him. The, the, the Welsh is dirty. The Welsh fights dirty. So that's why I, I knew he wasn't going to fall. But yeah, he's only uh, Chris Welsh is not cussed, but the Welsh is getting. You know, he's getting the sensor in. <laughs> so, so little cheesecake saw Fernando Tatis taking two handed swings, which I'm not sure if that's going to stay. But I think at this point, he's too big of a value. And I'm going to take at 10 Fernando Tatis Jr. Ooh, love it. Cheese. Love it. <laughs> so, is cheesecake your dirty side, Art? Yeah, cheesecake's my dirty side. Yeah, exactly. It's All my, right, it's my rap alter ego. <laughs> He, he he wraps and wears uh, Freddy Krueger sweaters. So. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in a dungeon. That's right. That's right. So, well with the receding hairline. <laughs> so I think I'm wearing a hat. Bogman, I love how your cat is just showing at you in the corner. I was wondering why uh, I have no control. He, he just you know I'll push him. He off wants in. He, he wants in on the draft. Yeah. It's okay. Cat yeah. should be the other team captain. Yeah, it's captain. <laughs> oh, the, the captain's team is pick yeah. twelve. Yeah. Who's up? Am I up now? I'm up. I'm, I'm going to okay. pick. I'm going to go Lucas Giolito with the 11th pick. All right. Because so I love I me some Gio. Back to backs here. All right. Give me uh, Freddie Freeman and uh, who do you want? Back to Yeah, he's uh, a 12. Pick 12. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Freddie Freeman and you, Darvish. Ooh. <laughs> Got his pocket. <laughs> those those are Bogman picks. Those are not Captain. No, no. That's what Captain <laughs> told me he wanted. You just <laughs> no. told me that, didn't you? I think you're brainwashing him. I don't that's right. So. Nah, nah, that's, nah, Captain that's what, wouldn't do that. That's what he does. On the mm. way back for the Giolito, David, I'm going to go 
with Jose Ramirez to give him some <clears throat> stolen bases, some power, nice five-category player on the back end here. So that's who uh, this David's going with. I think we're back now to Cheesecake. Uh, Trevor Bauer. You freak you. Did you just say freak you? Yeah, I love well, that. The, the host can't cuss on the pod. Oh, really? <laughs> That's I our mean, strange could. rule. We could, but we try not to. This yeah. is like not allowing the DH in the NL and allowing the NL. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is so, that is so accurate. That is the best comparison. <laughs> so am I up now? Mm-hmm. Oh man! You know what we should do is your NFBC sheet. We should like uh, color off or bold the players that have been taken, taken, <laughs> so you don't have to keep repeating them. Because I don't know who's available right now. Uh, so the top, I'll give you the top players available. For some reason, I can't share it on. Yella, Jose Ramirez, uh, you know, Jose's gone. Jose's gone. Who yeah, took Jose? On the back end, oh, the eleventh pick, David took him. Uh, there's Yelich, Bryce Harper. Cody Bellinger, Francisco Lindor, Aaron Nola, Manny Machado. If stupid streamer let me share this, this wouldn't be an issue. That's <laughs> that's my bad. Okay, that's weird. This, is, oh, this is the Welsh team. Um, I think I know where I want to go. Let me look real quick with the players and the people and the things. All right. Um, the Welsh so team is going to snap up seconds. Aaron Nola. Ooh, Aaron Nola off the board. Pitching is going heavy. Second round. All right. We're heavy. So <laughs> does that put me up? Am I up again? Uh, we are up to Doc at number two, I think. All right. He is going to take former national Bryce Harper. That's a good pick. So I almost took. <clears throat> and then we're on back to backs with Marty at the top again. All right, getting Yelich in his back stiffness. And then um, who was the uh, top pitcher? Not back-to-backs. David, it's not back-to-backs. Yeah, I don't have any. It's the the second Marty. That's my fault. So that's my Trevor Story, Marty? Yeah, That's the Trevor Story, Marty. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yelich Yelich and Story will be fine together. That's fine. One team is Marty. The other is Tallman. There we go. There we go. There we go. This mock draft is actually turning out a lot better than I thought it was going to, and that's saying something. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm up. I'll take uh, – th- this is my squad that I have uh, Bieber fever, right? This is the Boggy yes. team. Okay. Not the captain uh, team. All right, so this is my team. All right, then give me, give me Bellinger. Not coding Bellinger off the board. So now just so you guys know, the top – every one through 18 are all gone on your Got sheet. It. The only one that's under that that's gone is Aaron Nola. I thought I thought Yelich was still available. No, that's uh, Marty, Marty, no, Tallman, Marty. No, Tallman took him. That's right, Tallman so, took him. So are we through? Is that right. it's two rounds? Right. Or we just finish? No, we're on the the still on the. This is the back end of the second round coming up. Okay, these yes. next five. So then okay. I'm up and I'm going with this is the team. This is the David team who has Jacob Degrom. And I'm going here with a flat-out flowing stud, the flow himself, Bo Bichette. Mm. Looked good with his double dong and a uh, nice steal the other day. Just like snap that right there where you, you're like, I'm going to take Bo Bichette. And then one of you guys in the background went, 
Mm. And then David, you're like, he had a nice double dong. Like, take that whole mm. clip there and put that mm. together. <laughs> that was a that was a fun moment on the podcast. Oh man, mm. double dong, mm. double triple dong. play after dark. Mm. No, sorry. So, so I think who's uh, so four is it's back to cheesecake or no? This is the yeah. art team. Yeah, I have uh, Trey Turner on this team, and I think I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Brandon Woodruff next. Oh, such a art pick. Love my, love me some Brandon Woodruff. He kills the Cubs. He'll play him a few more times. So, <laughs> All right, Woodruff off the, the Cubs right now. They that's true. Well. Can we say a prayer for them? The fact that they had to play against Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, and Brandon Woodruff in a three-game series. Ugh, no, no, they've please had Bogman, a uh, they, they've had a the prayer, World please. Win, I'd like so. Bogman to lead the prayer. He's <laughs> good this is his dear his, his fantasy God. We appreciate you bringing us together on this podcast, and we would just love if you would let the Cubs start to hit and not face off against Milwaukee studs in the near future. It's in your uh, baseball godly name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. That was beautiful. amen, Bogman. That was so great. Oh, that was great. Well, yeah. it's from my many years of the church of, uh, you know, baseball of Latter-day Saints. So Yeah. Bog- Bogman is actually just uh, the coronavirus took away his favorite pastime. He could not go door to door sharing the good word. So the he good plans word to of do our that. fantasy baseball lord. That's great. Yeah, he plans to do that uh, in mass, of course, in uh, late 2021. So mm-hmm. you guys can send all of your uh, tithes. As soon as, soon as I get vaccinated, you know, that's when uh, he gets to Texas. That's what he's yeah. right. It's his really, name. what's happening? The tithing is at <laughs> patreon.com slash ITL army. You tithe to the church of the baseball gods, and Bogman is our preacher. So, yeah. Hello. Thank you for allowing me to lead that prayer, Welsh. Yeah, that was a magical moment. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know how we continue after that. I don't know who's up, who went. Yeah, where are we? <laughs> are we still in the draft? <laughs> what's happening right now? I, uh, who's a good prayer break? So, uh, I, I think uh, I just picked Woodrow. I think it's Welsh. Okay. Or, Chris Welsh or the Welsh. I'm not yeah, sure this which is Chris one. Welsh. This is this is a okay. standard Chris Chris Welsh. So this game. is Ozzy. Um, who the hell did I take? <laughs> who did Chris take in the first one? Chris took in his first round. He took Trout. Yeah, no, that no. was the that was the oh, Welsh. That was the Welsh. Soto. You, yeah, you took Soto. You took Soto. Okay. Um, I want to do stuff, but I don't want to do stuff Ooh. yet. All right. I uh, I'm sorry, Chris Welsh. Will take, even though he's struggling, we'll go with Mr. Met Francisco Lindor. Ooh, okay. Even though he's struggling. That's about, it's about a brand on ADP, I think. Yeah. So, no, he's top player left on the board. Chris Walsh likes to play things safe, so I would expect nothing less yeah, from him. 100%. All right. We are now back at two, and that is back to Doc. All right, so for, so for Doc, he's taking Walker Bueller, and he thinks he's only going to go Dodgers with this team, starting with Mookie and Bueller. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so uh, you already tipped your hand. Corey Seager coming up soon. I know we're not supposed to <laughs> yeah, talk about that's players. Right. Just, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be Marty if he wants to take Seager. No, I never – no, thank you. I mean, he's been amazing, but I just – I feel like he's going to get hurt at some point. I'm not, I'm not wishing it on him. I just don't draft him. Um, but, yeah, Luis Castillo is my pick. So okay. I'm gonna ignore the first week since uh, we don't yet they won't count towards the stats, so we're just gonna push those back and boom. <laughs> so, so you're not so worried be- about them? <laughs> no. Before you make your next pick, we're now through the second round, right? This yeah, is this now is going into round three. Yeah. Here's what I wanted to ask. Are any of you guys surprised 
that it's stayed so on brand to NFBC? Because I, I can appreciate what you did. You pulled the last week uh, leading up to drafts for <laughs> NFBC data. And this has been pretty on brand. If you take out, you know, we just drafted 24 players of the 24 players. There's only one player inside the top 24 that didn't get taken. So that only leaves just a handful of, uh, I mean, really, it was. was uh, The only guy inside the top 24 that didn't go is Max Scherzer. Oh, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Two, two, two. I'm sorry. Manny Machado and Scherzer. Mm -hmm. And then the two that came from outside were Woodruff and Luis Castillo. David, I'm, let me ask you, are you surprised that None of the in-season stuff has altered any of the last week of draft information. Like we I'm haven't done anything crazy. Mercedes has not gone yet. So outside <laughs> of that, I, so to be honest, I feel like we're so early on that people are still like holding strong to studs. Like besides injury factors playing in. Uh, I mean, the one big thing that was was Fernando Tatis slipping a little bit, but. I think I mean most people are still optimistic, even if they've had slow starts. And other guys, I mean. Like Lucas Giolito has done nothing to prove sway me from. I had him as my SP four. He's looked just like an SP four to me. I mean, the the you look at Jacob Degrom's been a stud. Garrett Cole's been a stud. Trout's been doing great. I, I mean, what do you guys think? Is there Luis Castillo is the most surprising guy I think to stay in the top twenty four because he's yeah. looked so how awful. atrocious he's uh, been. Yeah, yeah but but well, he's then still I'll hop really in good myself, Mister Mister Baldwin on that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> but no, like this is it, man. I mean, think about this. This is what we're April, so May, June, July. Let's say we just hop in July and we're, we can be having this exact same conversation. And you cannot tell right. me Luis Castillo is not going to be up there in K's. His whip's always going to be a little higher. I believe he's going to settle in on his ERA. He's going to get you. If you're in a quality starts league, bump him up, and he'll get you wins. He'll be fine. I've I think always he's thought he's stressful. Too. I've always uh, thought I, he's stressful. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be fine too. But yeah, he has been absolutely stressful. And maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe he's getting it out of his system right now. But uh, yeah, I think I think that was the only surprise to me at all. Like, I still would rather have him over uh, Max Scherzer. I'd still would I'm actually a little him. surprised about Bellinger. Because he has a calf injury now, he's not able to resume running full. He's speed. on. He's on yeah. most people's do not draft list, and when coming I say most off, people, off. he's on my do not draft list. Yeah, I mean, coming off off-season shoulder surgery too, like he's a very streaky player. See, I can if it was a shoulder, totally healthy. If it was a shoulder, I wouldn't have messed with him because that's the same injury he had in the off-season. But because this is something different, I'm I'm more willing to take the risk now. I I think it's kind of like taking bets. You know, bets has missed a bunch of games, but they refuse to stick him on the IL. They stuck uh, Bellinger on the IL. Uh, you know, McKinnistry's playing amazing. They have enough backups, but I think when he comes back, they just want to make sure he's all the way good to come back. So, and I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to create like it's not like manifest destiny here in, in what I'm saying, but like I do, f I'm a little surprised, little, just little surprised that we all stuck pretty on brand to like early NFBC type of stuff. And the manifest part, I'm not trying to do, but I do feel like this is where it's going to change. Like we all took a core. We all kind of got the core guys. Even I did it. The, the Chris Welsh side did it with like Lindor, who has not been playing well, but it's hard to back off of like, you know, an elite shortstop like he is. But the third round, I think, is the key for a lot of people where I think, again, I'm not trying to pressure anybody, but I think we're going to start seeing some stuff that really pressure alters. Chaos. Do what you do. I think a chaos, chaos can ensue in the third and fourth round. And then I kind of think you'll, everyone will kind of come back in the fifth. And there, this is my prediction. The fifth will be like chalk again, you know, because then you're going to have guys that had a lot of preseason value, not a ton, but you're going to have some falling. 
and then people are going to chalk back up. But um, I didn't mean to halt us too much, but I was just curious. And I'm, I don't want, I wanted to ask your listeners, but I also don't want them to start popping up all the names. Hey, why didn't this guy go? Because I got some plans here and I don't want it screwed up. You know, listeners can let us know, uh, you know, what good picks are about to come, especially when we go off brand here in the third round. Yeah. And I think we'll have a little bit more reasoning why we're, we're taking these guys at these points, because we're going to probably jump some ADP, like you were saying here for yeah. them. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, Marty, you kind of got that kicked off with Luis Castillo. So who are you leading off the third round with? Is uh, Freeman still available, Mr. Freddie? Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. <laughs> very, very far gone. Yeah. <laughs> Is he? I, I don't have a list. I got nothing. I'm, I'm blind. Poor right, Marty. Well, blind Marty. It's brutal. Okay, don't worry. We're uh, that's why we uh, study just our whole. Just I'll take your Max Scherzer, Tiger. Max Scherzer. We're gonna double down. We're going. There you go. Yeah, All right, Max Scherzer pictures. off the board. You said so. You this you got Luis Castillo, Max Scherzer. And Ronald Acuna yeah. with yeah. this team. So are you you like your pitching? You feel good with those two aces? Well, I think I think taking Max helps out just in case Luis Castillo does implode. So I like that pick. Exactly. Continues to implode. You mean? Yeah. I mean, the one thing that was good was his velocity was back up to ninety seven, but uh, he definitely has been getting a lot hit a lot harder than I would have thought he would. I mean, his only good start was against the Pirates. So, so we're now we're back to Doc. And I'm guessing you're going another Dodger with this team. Oh, of course. Now, I told you, this is Eric's team. This is the all-Dodger team. So I'm going Corey Seager. Corey Seager. Boy, I hate board. that team. I, lo- <laughs> I love it. I love it. As a yeah. former uh, lifelong Dodger fan, I love yeah, it. Yeah, well, I send them some up. of your uh, swag people sent you. Yeah, yeah. We're, here, we're here. <laughs> it's about I time. I didn't get cor- any Corey Seager. I got shirt. sent so much. People know it's a bit. Um, and I've, I've since like let go of the Dodgers because they signed Trevor Bauer. So I can't love them anymore. But like people took the Dodger bit so far. They sent me so much stuff. So I have the world championship Dodger flag <laughs> That's awesome. right here. That, That's my uh, team. Yeah, I've got mugs. Uh, we might potentially burn this, though, at some point. Yeah. So just, uh, oh, do it on the air tonight. In your office. Let's hey, go. Come what, on. What Next to your kids' room. In an, yeah, my kid's room there. But what better thing to do in a, in a, looks like a child's room of baseball cards and flammable things. Let's get out a flamethrower and torches in this room. Nothing bad could happen at all. I'm up, right? Chris Welsh is up. Yes. The Chris Welsh is up. And this is the Lindor and Trout team. Yes. No, Lindor and Soto team. Ooh, that team is money. I am ready to go off board here. And that's kind of what I was setting up here. Don't take my and, pick. And I don't know if it's going to be your pick. The Welsh is going to be very upset about this pick. <laughs> Tyler because Naquin he, is still on the board. <laughs> it's not going to be Tyler Naquin. It's not going to be Akil Badu. But there is someone that is going to be very happy in the chat when I do this. With the third pick, Chris Welsh is taking the second best fantasy starter in baseball right now, Tyler Glass now. I'm taking I knew Tyler you were now. I knew you were 29, doing <laughs> Yeah, 29 strikeouts, 0. .4 ERA. He has looked like a freaking monster. And the NFBC 
stuff is not going to help you with that. I don't even know where he is on the NFBC stuff. I, I see him now, 43. So his value has bumped up, and I'm shocked I'm getting him in the third round, guys. You have to, if you bring him up, you have to talk about how handsome he is. He's very handsome. He looks like Cillian Murphy, which everybody talks about. He looks exactly about. like Cillian Murphy. Yeah, he, he does. Isn't he's it, a good looking guy. Isn't it weird when like people, like, I have one that I hate and it makes me mad. It makes me <laughs> mad when people do the John Lackey thing. Uh, but someone did send me a John Lackey rookie card. So let's like, look real quick. They compare you to John Lackey? Yeah, it's the most offensive thing on the planet. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it's happened so many times. And then um, I was on uh, CBS for a little while, and Scott White's become a really good buddy. And he like randomly tweeted about how I look, or no, he did it on the CBS podcast. And I was like, Scott, why would you do that to me? Why, of all the things, don't tell people I look like uh, John Lackey. I hate that. But I'm fascinated by baseball players that look identical to somebody. And Tyler Glass now is to Cillian Murphy, who, by the way, Cillian Murphy is the best. 28 Days Later is the greatest zombie movie that has ever been made. And no one has come close to replicating it. And he's phenomenal in it. Oh, my God. David, come on. (laughs) You've never seen 28 Days Later? (laughs) I've never even heard of it until you just brought it up. Really? How old are you? It's a good flick. I'm, I'm not like... I'm not uh, zombie obsessed like the Welsh is, and even I think it's pretty solid. So. It's amazing. I've Good only one. heard of The Walking Dead. That's the only zombie thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> I've heard of Shaun of the Dead. Shaun yeah, Shaun of the Dead is also oh, solid. That's, that's, I've heard amazing that, yeah. movie. Will you, will you watch that for me? Will you do me that favor? <laughs> I'll live stream me watching it. Please. And yeah. just be like, Tyler Glasnow is so good in this zombie movie. He's mm-hmm. amazing. In that's it. hilarious. When was give it me made? zombies and give me Glasnow. Early 2000s, right? And where's Yancey? Why isn't he complimenting me? Yancey should be complimenting Because <laughs> I didn't acknowledge his tweet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, I forgot who's up. Oh, this is I'm up. Teams up. I'm up, on, and I'm glad we had that time because I was going glass now, and I was I was dead set. I wasn't even thinking about anybody else at that point. So I guess I'm just going to go. I'm going to go with Corbin Burns now. Ooh, Corbin Burns. I got to scroll way down here. Corbin Burns... Is at, He's at 49. 49. Oh, wow. I totally missed him. Corbin Burns at 49. There we go. Um, Definitely had some helium. Uh, am I up? Is I think I'm up. Okay, and no. oh, this... every other pick. Am I up? Am I up? <laughs> is it my turn? Can I pick now? So I'm looking at the board and I got to go. I got to ride the train I've been riding since the season start. I'm going with good old Vladdy Guerrero here. He was 39th player. That launch angle is up to 16 degrees, hitting the ball hard like he always does. Wait, David, it, you have to talk about how his weight loss was gradual over last season, that he didn't just suddenly lose the weight. Yeah, I, I said it 30 times all off season, so I think everybody's got enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll save us, everybody, the, the problem here in that again. So we'll go to now Bogman with your sixth pick here. Who you got? And this is my uh, Bellinger and Bieber team. You're, I, I've totally lost, so I think so. Okay. I, I think uh, so. Let's add, let's add cool Whit Merrifield to this. Uh, you <laughs> bastard. Good choice. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the hottest hitters, too, so I knew he was going to go soon. And so this hot. is where I'd take him anyway. So it's hot like that Hansel. Let's go. He's, he's got so that hot. second base and outfield eligibility. That's steamy. All right. <laughs> Back to now we're at number one again with Marty. No, we're at seven. Well, number Marty is number one in seven. So this is my Tallman team. We got Trevor Story, Yelich, and then uh, let me go with. I'm going Flaherty. I'm sticking with it. Jack Flaherty off the board. 
he is was going around pick 30. So it's like some value here. We're going now to Doc. Um, I am going Manny Machado. I can't believe no. Ah, you bastard. <laughs> I was sitting here being like, is Manny Machado still on the board? You I have him, I have him at the top. I'm like, wait, nobody's taking him, right? Nobody is taking him. <laughs> Who's taking uh Alberto Mondesi? Uh, only if he was for the uh Dodgers would I take him. <laughs> <laughs> if he was walking, maybe. Uh <laughs> so this is my trout and what team? Who do I have? I think you have Mike Trout. You have Aaron Nola. One other player. Aaron Nola. Oh, are you guys is, not? Okay. Are you guys not writing your picks down? No, hundred <laughs> percent not. No. <laughs> this is an absolute shit show, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you cussed. You have to put money in the jar. You're a host. You can't do that. Only Bogman. Oh I can my cuss. god, this is That's like right. having a DH in I'm the end. David, right. David, David, you're getting. David, you're getting traded. <laughs> yeah, trade me, trade me to their podcast. I'll just swear every episode. <laughs> yeah, well, then we got a little. They don't swear on their show either. <clears throat> no, Bob well, has we to do, bleep it. We, yeah, we beep it. Well, you know, misconception uh, for that. Drink. I only do. I only do the mock drafts. Mock drafts. Bob well, does it. That's some heavy Everything lifting. Else that is ninety nine percent of the Welsh's <laughs> f bombs are on the. He said, "What the hell was the thing that you said for no reason?" During podcast, after I know, what it is. I know what it is too. I just remembered it. After, but after I, I talked to him want about to it, so we might not. Cut. Maybe you just go around it. Yeah, he said, yeah, S E S E bang bang for no reason. <laughs> out of after I talked to him about cussing too much, and I counted the cusses, it was forty three to nine Welsh over Bogman in that show. Forty three times. Forty three to nine oh, on the beach. That's a lot. S-E-S-E bang bang. I've never ever heard that in my life. Apparently I did. Um, All right. I know uh, the Welsh is going to take, this is a favorite, this is kind of a chalky pick. I'm going to go with Kyle Tucker because uh, I I was Mm -hmm. getting the pitcher helped me here because that team is now Trout, Nola, and Tucker. So I got speed. I got power. I got a pitcher. I love it. All right. So this is my second team. It's my team. It's my pick. It's my pick. Let's trade. No, I got Tatis Jr., I got Bauer, and I have J.D. Martinez. Ooh. Uh, J.D. Martinez. Yeah, I got the league leaders right here on my phone, baby. So wait, where is J.D. Martinez in the ADP? 70-something? Yeah, he was in the 70s or 80s. Yeah, because he's util on NFBC, so he's probably down there. Uh, I can't find him, so we'll we'll move on. I'll I'll cross him out later. So then I'm going to go with this pick. I think this was Giolito and Bichette. Yeah, Bo Bichette and Giolito on this team. So I'm going to go and take. Ooh, this is suspense- suspenseful. <laughs> auto pick. Auto pick. He took Mondesi. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Y'all can. All right. You know, yeah, I'll just give me Mondesi. No, you know, no, 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 David, David, in, in all joking, we auto pick, auto pick would be DJ LeMayu. <laughs> yeah, but I what if I point. want Mondesi? This, this is an all or nothing team. So when he comes back, he's going to be fine. This is Ricky Bobby team right oh, here. Oh, yeah, you're doing it. Oh, yeah, let's go. I'm all in. All right. So then we're back now at the back to back turn pick. So we're just going to do this last round. So we have time for the questioning game before the show is over here. So this is the last round. Back to back with Bob here. So this, these are captains' last two picks here. Yes, these are captains. Yeah. 
All right, so let's give him uh, Clayton Kershaw for one of them. Uh, oh, you, said it, you said it right, too. Kershaw. And, it, and we'll also yeah. give him DJ LeMahieu. I like that pick. Oh, those are safe. Cap- safe Captain might have the best Captain. team. Captain, I mean, he's definitely not over there eating his food. You're, he's putting a, a terrific team together. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a great job. <laughs> All right, with my last pick with the uh, Ricky Bobby team, I'm going to go first closer off the board. Ooh, really? And I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Josh Hader. Drink the Haterade. Yeah, like that. And I think we're now back to cheesecake. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> cheesecake has. I have Tatis Bauer, JD Martinez, and and Kill I'm going to go with Dream. Uh, I'll go with Albies. I'll go with Albies. Ozzy Albies off the board. All right. Back now to the Welsh. Where's the wild Welsh going? Welsh has a very, very specific question to ask you. What format uh, are we playing? So This has already been gone over. Let's just say we're on Yahoo. And there's a certain player that is two human Mm. beings. (laughs) Are we playing in a format where one person is one person? Because if that's the case, the Welsh wants... The greatest hitter in baseball and maybe the greatest pitcher, Ooh. Shohei freaking Otani. Wow. There it is. But if he's two players on Yahoo, I'm not taking him. No, no. <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're just going to do one two, player. That two-player thing is so stupid. And I was the dumb, it's literally the dumbest thing on the planet. Okay. So I don't even know where. I'll, I'll get him blocked off here. And he's so far. It's such a bad pick. It's so far down the road. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're back at Doc now. Who's your pick? So Doc is going the flamethrower himself, Lance Lynn. God damn it. That's what I was going. That's Bogman's brand right there. We literally have Fat Lance merch. You can't take that from Bogs. <laughs> I wanted to say the Fat Lance thing is one of the funniest things ever. Um, the <laughs> shirt's you. hilarious. All everything. And just, I'm going to say real quick because I was going to pick him. He's my AL Cy Young award winner. I'm calling it right Ooh, now. I don't know, man. Bieber and Cole. It's going to be hard to beat both of them. That's if you cool. could get a Cy Young besides that, you see what, how Lance Lynn does it? He's defying all odds. He's I mean, I, know, but I put 25 it. bucks on Dylan Cease winning Cy Young. Yeah, that ain't David, looking good. David is one of the like most ridiculously hardcore workout fit people in the fantasy <laughs> industry. You seeing Lance Lynn out there has to just make your blood boil. You must be so mad. You're probably not a fat a shamer or anything like that, but that one has to make you upset. I know it makes you mad deep down. Even if you say no, as soon as he says no, no, it's totally cool, blah, 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 he's mad inside with how hard he works and how jacked he is to see a fat slob like that succeed and at that level. Gotta make you mad. Well, he he makes it look effortless. He makes it look effortless. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I think that's even makes it more impressive is the fact that he is not a professional athlete and he's still doing that. Body by cheeseburger. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I don't even know where we're at anymore. I, I think uh, I'm up. It, it's Tallman. Um, oh, it's Tallman. Yeah, that's right. Marty. Needs yeah, to you really did think that. That was uh, was the guy. Okay. Um. Love that feeling when you yeah, guys great. Uh, wait, is this the Yelich Flaherty pick? If it's that team, you know what? I'm going to go with Mr. Because uh, he's back. Tim Anderson. Come on down. Tim Anderson off the board. 10-second clocks here. Finish this out real quick. Back to Bog. Uh, this is the uh, the regular Scott Bogman team. Uh, give me Jose Abreu for this one. Jose Abreu. Perfect. All right. Now back to me, and I'm going with this. I'll go 
I'm breaking my 10 second clock. <laughs> I'm gonna go just uh, <sighs> give me auto pick Eloy Jimenez. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me, <laughs> give me Eugenio Suarez. Okay. Oh, more position eligibility. Right. Uh, Sports stop swayed me. I'm going with Real Muto. Nice pick. Nice catcher off the board. Last three picks here. Back to Chris Welsh. What does this team have again? Do I have a pitcher on this team? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I don't even remember who I have. This is my Soto. You're asking the, the guy in charge. He's like, you're Soto, Tucker, Flaherty. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have Flaherty. Uh, either way, I don't think I have a pitcher with this one. Uh, and even if I do, I'm going to go with Ryu. Give me Ryu. All right, Hinjin Ryu off the board. Last yeah. two picks. Doc, I'm, are you going? I'm rounding at my Dodger team with Max Muncy. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Imagine really on brand. I am impressed with how committed that is. <laughs> oh, I told you. I told you when Walker Buehler fell. I was like, I'm, I'm taking all Dodgers. Yeah, that wasn't a good pick, though. You really reached for that one. Oh, and, right. you, and you reaching for Mondesi. <laughs> That's true. Fair enough. All right. Last one, Marty. Your last pick. To end the Acuna uh, Castillo Scherzer, I'm going to go with Mr. Uh, uh, Luis Robert. Ah, Robert. I'm kind of one last thing, really quick. Was anybody tempted to take Nick Castellanos? I yeah. was. Yeah. I, I was for my Dodgers team, but I had to stick to the plan. <laughs> did Bregman go, and I just missed it? No, or did he no. not go. He did not go. No, no, no. So one, I will say, here's the one I would have taken in this next round, and I don't know if I the Welsh wanted this pick, and I don't know if I would have gotten back to it. I 100 percent would have taken Byron Buxton. Like Byron Buxton, 100 yeah. percent was getting taken by me, and if we had gone five, one of the Welshes, one of my personalities, would have taken him. Uh, I I no, I, I don't know what the Welsh's deal with, with Byron Buxton is now, but he is all chubbed no, up about him. So. I, I I mean it's what just it's hamstring. It's already he's already it's already happening. It's already breaking yeah. down. Yeah, if you can just stay healthy, rub your cream and hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, if he played 150 games, that dude's an MVP candidate, right? Yeah, I've got to run into a wall, and you won't see him for three months. That's I don't true. want that. Yeah, what's more likely? He pays. He plays one fifty, or I lose one hundred. What's more likely? <laughs> uh, <laughs> or you wait. You wait one fifty, or he or he plays one fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, That's exactly right. <laughs> that was that actually went better than I thought. That was some good mock drafting. I want to get to the question of the week, and tell me if you guys know where this is from. Oh my gosh. I know exactly where it's from. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, it, I mean, if Bogman says it that quick, that makes me feel like I know exactly the type of brand of what you just played, but I don't know what that is. Put that it in the is private the, chat the, for you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. okay. I was 100% right. Bogman knew exactly what that was because guess what? If you know Bogman's brand, that's what it was. I mean, all you needed, you should have played this. You should have went browsers. And like that would have been even better. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, we could probably do the int uh, different introductions from all the sites. And I'd be like, well, that's that one. It's a blind play. Remember our blind play? Yeah, it's blind plays for real. <laughs> Right. Uh, you made me so, think of a new game. That's, that's, it's so called making you go blind plays. <laughs> you're called. the first guest that we've had that's actually, you no. Know, Dave will be like, do you guys know where that's from? And people will be like, no. I'll be like, do you, do you watch it? Like, 
I, I figured that that's one of those yeah. tunes you just knew right away. The only special yeah. people like us, this group right here that knows it. That was impressive. <laughs> that was impressive. And I like too that we're not saying what it is. And like, like the <laughs> no, audience is no, just kind of no, like sitting there and like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, like they don't <laughs> know where that sound is from. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a new trend on TikTok or TikTok or reels or whatever on Instagram where they play the beginning of that song and then it goes into an actual song just to see all the people that go like, <laughs> watching over there you know because they all know what exactly what it's from that's a great reel i I actually you know what i'm not into that stuff but i want that in i wanted to see those reels i'm so into that that's hilarious <laughs> oh I, I love where this conversation's going but uh i will stray it back to baseball it is our question of the week is sponsored by monkey knife fight triple play fantasy is now official affiliate to monkey knife fight the fastest growing sports betting site in the u.s Use promo code Triple Play. Get up to fifty dollars if your deposit match when you become a new user and use that code. And if you're looking to win big, make sure you tune into the Triple Play Monkey Knife Fight shows coming soon to give you ten to fifteen minutes, basically to help you win big. Just trust us on that one. All right. So, question of the week: What is the best moment from a random baseball player that you can remember? Mm. So, can't I don't I don't want any Mike Trout moments. I don't want any Mookie Betts moments. I don't want any. And he, it has to be Can somebody. I say Gonzo dropping one in over Derek Jeter's head at Game Seven of the uh, 2001 World Series. That he was at. Uh, he didn't I, say I, that he was also there. I didn't have to. I knew you were going <laughs> to jump in and say it for me. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, I like to wedge that into any conversation I have ever. So yeah, that, that's yeah, a pretty good yeah. random moment that I remember. That's a good one to kick off. Well, what do you have? Uh, you know, I have a random Diamondback moment, and it, if anyone remembers this guy, I was obsessed with him. This isn't my moment, though, but um, <laughs> just Bogman mentioning Diamondbacks made me think of Luis Torero hitting this, like, homer in, I want to say the Padres uh, Stadium, and it, like, hit against the the big wall on the corner, and I was so excited because I thought Luis Torero was going to be the next Vladimir Guerrero, and the look <laughs> at your faces, none of you know who Luis Torero is, which is yeah, I don't remember so, who Luis Torero is. Oh, so. Luis Torero was going to be the next Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in my mind, and he was amazing, but no, you know the moment that I thought of uh, was uh, D. Gordon. With D. Gordon when Jose Fernandez passed away. That's and a strong one. Yeah, yeah. And, and he came up and he went to the opposite side of the plate wearing uh, Jose Fernandez's helmet, took a pitch, then comes over to his side. Third pitch, D. Gordon hits a home run as he's crying. And like that's like a, a, a powerful moment that came to my mind Great when uh, when you asked that. Yeah. Why did I make you go ahead of me? Because I don't know anybody's topic. <laughs> well, then, look, there's that. a lot of moments like that. I mean, you know, Trey Mancini uh, coming back, getting a standing O, and hitting his bomb. Don't, stop. I was, I was at the game. Too. I was at the game Saturday when that happened. That's awesome, dude. That that must have been pretty cool to see. Well, it, uh, it sucks because Santander homered before, so like everybody was already like really pumped up. <laughs> I guess it does. I guess it doesn't. Everybody's suck. clapped just, out from Santander's bomb <laughs> yeah. before that one. Everybody's like, "All right, we're tired of home runs." Oh God. Uh, the, uh, Tony Womack hit a uh, grand slam uh, on Father's Day the year after his dad died. I think Dallas uh, Braden's perfecto was on Mother's Day the year That's after true. his mom. You're leaving, not, away. you're leaving nothing. I know for us. this is this yeah. is Bogman's yeah. classic listing thing. Let me make sure to yeah. say all the things so no one has anything. Well, well, okay. Were you guys going to say any of those moments? No. I have one, no. and please, please, one of you three left. Do not take it. Go ahead, Doc. Who you have? All right. So for me, it's Armando Galarraga. <laughs> Blowing yes. the perfect game. No, and that's the only one I can think of. Basically, he Why just. Why would we want to talk about that? He, well, no, because think about like everybody's <laughs> everybody's like in arms because like oh man, it barely hit uh uh the batter's leg yesterday. I forgot what batter it was, 
Can you imagine? So that happened in 2010. Can you imagine if that was now, how much Twitter would explode? Jim Joyce wouldn't be able to show his face no. ever again. He would be given the uh, the Steve Bartman treatment. So the fact that he kind of just shrugged it off, smiled, and said everybody makes mistakes. I mean, the next day, too, you saw um, Joyce go out there and Galarraga brought the lineup, and Jim Jim Joyce was crying. Yeah. Like, yeah. He knew he screwed up a huge moment for Armando Galarraga. And then, of course, after that, he came and played for the Diamondbacks and yelled at all the reporters. So Yeah. Well, in Detroit, they, they we celebrate it the same way as if he got it. It's, I think it's actually talked about more. Can we talk about this comment for a second? <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, maybe I see the Ian Anderson a little bit, not Lance Lynn at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm, I've actually gotten Ian Anderson. That has been one that's been said to me. I, there's <laughs> three players, all offensive. Uh, I mean, I am fatter than Ian Anderson, but I've gotten Ian Anderson, John Lackey, and then the one that is so hilarious because it's brutal because uh, he looks like it is um, Will Craig who was the first base, first baseman for the Pirates. But what's hilarious about it is I hung out with his family. Me and my kid at a spring training <laughs> game during or during AFL, we were sitting next to his parents, and his parents, like, they won a, um, a bobblehead of squints and gave it to my kid, and we sat there and we hung out, and then they're like, oh, yeah, that's our son right there, Will Craig. And then, <laughs> and then the internet during spring training saw a picture of Will Craig and uh, roasted me for it. So it's amazing. Oh, everyone should pick what everybody looks like, what baseball player everyone on this podcast looks like. I look now like you have... Alejandro Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Welsh, me Welsh and him are shaped the exact same way. Welsh, you look a little bit like Jack Wilson. Yeah, again, not a good one. Not a good one. <laughs> yeah, we we are oh, Jack I'm Wilson. Sorry, fans. I forgot. Yeah, you look like Brad Pitt. I forgot. Definitely. There we go. There oh, we go. and like Moneyball. Perfect. Right. Perfect. Right. Yeah. So hold on. Who, who does Doc look like? Dustin Pedroia. Oh no, that's all. No. <laughs> I don't get I don't baseball player you, comparisons. Everybody you got has a little Blake like Snell. Snell. You got a little Blake Snell in you. Oh okay. no. Yeah, yeah. everybody always that? just says he looks like Mike Bibby. Oh, absolutely. yeah, yeah. yeah. This yep. was like pre-steroids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bibby's yeah. a pretty solid I, I, one. Yeah. I, I'm pretty jacked. I don't, I'm not. You know, I'm not you're not Mike. You're not Mike Bibby jacked. Let's see those muscles. Let's Bibby see him. Jack. Bring him out. Bring out the guys. <laughs> yeah. Bring out the this is a shirtless <laughs> show. This is a shirtless <laughs> episode. This is Let's go, Bibby. Right. 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 You know, we got we got six listeners in, or six followers. Oh, that is Bibby. Oh, look at Bibby. Look at Bibby go! Yeah, okay, <laughs> Team Dime, right there. There he is. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a diet Mike Bibby. So then, yeah. I, who does like cheesecake na- yeah. look like? Well, Natural I guarantee Mike you, Bibby. you tip yeah. better than him. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be Do a you whole tip? other story. Yeah, of course. Then you tip better than Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so then, who's, who's cheesecake look like? That's nobody. Um, well, with that sweater, I'm telling you, Freddy Krueger, a little bit. I like <laughs> it. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, no, you know who you look like? I just had it in my head. Um, Kevin Gregg. If oh, you put goggles uh, on, you look like Kevin the goggles, Gregg. Goggles, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see that. that. David, what a, what a, David, good pick. I, I don't know how that just popped in my head. What a pull. Yeah, David, you've kind of, but see, here's the problem. David, you've kind of got Blake Snell in you too, so we can't have two Blake Snell. A Snells. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think David, David is more Blake Snell than I. I think it's just because his hat's slightly mm, tipped. I don't know. Uh, audience should vote. Who's more Blake Snell? <laughs> I don't know. What one a poll to put out there. This is like the new Bachelor. One of you is going to get the rose, <laughs> and I don't know which one's going to get. I'm Who's, not sure. If one of us looks like Blaisel, that means you win. I think so. Or yeah, he, he's all about that money. Look at it. It's all about perspective, as yeah. far as that goes. 
Yeah. Well, I just got it. Luis Gonzo and Snell. Um, that's okay. a weird one. <laughs> that's a weird one. Hey, you look like the fattest baseball player in Ian Anderson, Marty. And then Luis Gonzalez and Blake <laughs> Snell. These are these are wild. I love these comparisons. These are wild. Oh, Who does Bogman look like? I'm telling you, Alejandro Kirk looks like my son. I mean, you, like yeah, you do look Alejandro Kirky, but your hair, though, that's the problem. Yeah, your hair yeah I'm wild. a cross between Alejandro Kirk and Willens Astadio, the two fattest baseball players. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If either great. one of them could grow facial hair, they would look like me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fellas, I, I would love to keep talking. I know we got to get you guys out of here. So I just want to say this was a total blast having you both on. Really appreciate both of you giving your time. In case our listeners have been living under a rock, can you tell them where they can find you? on Twitter, obviously all your work where they can find it and other stuff that you do. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can find our, our our Patreon is kind of where everything lives right now. Patreon.com slash ITL Army. Marty knows what's going down with that. Kirk and Lance Lynn. There you go for bugs. Yeah. Um, but that's where we do a lot. We do a lot of our stuff. Uh, I do prospect top 500 dynasty lists. We've got these group me rooms, which are wild. Uh, any of our videos, really all of our content lives there in support of our podcast because Bogman and I have done baseball, football, basketball, prospects, NFL draft. We've been doing it since 2014 and the Patreon kind of supports all that. So they can go there, subscribe, look for ITL or in this league in your podcast app and uh, Twitter handles right there on our names. Is it the Welsh Bogman sports and, you know, send Bogman cat food. That's important. Yes, please do. When they, when you do Patreon, you're supporting his cat and that's a great <laughs> sell. Well, you know, Captain can't uh, select great teams unless he is fed. So, yeah. uh, you know, he, he did a great job in the draft today, I thought. So let's keep him fed. Yeah, keep going on our Patreon. I yeah, if, yeah. That, if you everybody. liked if you like Captain's draft the most, you should come and sign up on Patreon and show. I mean, listen, show the cat that he did a good job, that he was a good boy. No, I mean, I don't even know how to, to finish that out. I mean, <laughs> well, I just want to say real quick, because I have to, the Shovo Yakiyama song is one of the best things ever. And I don't feel like you got enough credit for it. Bogman, I think, I'm pretty sure you hate it. I absolutely love it. It's a staple at this house. I've had my girlfriend even hum it. It's, 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 <laughs> no, actually, it's catchy. He, here's why I love the Shogo song is because he purposely took a spot where I, he said, he said, Shogo Akiyama, Yamama. And he said, oh, that could be a song. Be a and I song. said, no, it couldn't. Yeah. And then he immediately made a song uh, for it. And it was amazing. And the fact that we beat it into the ground so hard the first couple times that people hated it because they heard it too much. Then yeah. I started to like it. It's one of those weird things. You know, I got to be on the opposite of the, of the popular opinion most of the time. Yeah, no, so, that's, a, that, that's an important way to put it because like if I know if we're doing something that's like getting people like really mad, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go into that more. So like <laughs> the best, the best way if you listen to stuff that we do, but then to not get the stuff that makes you mad is don't acknowledge that because then like as soon as I did that, I'm, I'm, I played it all the time and I'm going to keep doing that because like, you know, like the people are just like, Hey, you know, woo, get to the point at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, screw off. Like, no, it's, my, it's our <laughs> podcast. We're going to do what we want to do. And we're going to just stick into our brand as everybody should do. Like, don't let people conform. Like, you know, what you guys are doing here, there's going to be people, Hey, do this or do that. No, shut up. You do whatever you want to do. Part of our brand is doing stupid stuff and we like to do stupid stuff. And, you know, I do I have better things to do with four hours of my time? Yeah, I do. But guess what? When Bogman says I can't make a Shogo song, I'm gonna make a Shogo song, and it's up on our. <laughs> Why do you look so confused, man? Yeah. Like, I like, know, I'm, I'm trying. Do you not yell find... at your listeners too? What's your problem? <laughs> I am trying to find a picture of David. 
uh, that he looks like an MLB player. Dude, give it up. We're, we're, right. we're, that was five years ago. <laughs> all right. Maybe Shogo. It was, it was Shogo. But yeah, go uh, It was go off check camera. Out. Uh, by, also, by the way, I sung the song to Shogo uh, just a couple days, like during spring training, and he got hurt. I yeah. sung it to him, and then he immediately got hurt and hasn't returned. So, like, I've been trying to get the song to him, and we went to a Reds <laughs> game, and and as soon as he came up after the anthem, I was like, "Shogo Akiyama," and then Bogman would go, "Uh," and I go, "Your mama," and then he got hurt. He immediately got hurt. So, I think it's a bad omen. <laughs> it's not a healthy song. So, that's for sure. No. So, if you make a song about a player, you're gonna jinx them and get them hurt. It's like a real life voodoo doll. It's possible. I have a time for a players. Trevor Bauer song. Well, <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. I don't. I have an Eric Burns song that I did um, that isn't on our YouTube, which I should put. And then we've got the Shogo one, but I don't think we have a lot of other player as, ones. As soon as you sing the Trevor Bauer one, is when MLB is going to suspend him. I try. You know what? That's a good point. I try. I think at one point I tried to maybe like do a mock a rap song because his rap stuff is like. It's oh, next level awful. incredible. Oh, uh, it's just, it's the best. It's and, Have you guys but, not heard it? I have heard it because you guys were talking so about bad. it and then I looked it up. It's, David, where do you, do you rough. just work out? How do you not know anything? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard the Bauer song. I've never seen 28 Days Later. Apparently I live down, under dude? a rock. I don't Man. know. What am I doing Live with my like life? like the mud and scum people and don't be healthy for some Can't you time put like an day. iPad on your, uh, what are those bikes called that everyone hates? Pelotons? Pelotons. Yeah, yeah Pelotons. Yeah. He has yeah. one in the back. I got one right there. Yeah. You got a Peloton right there. Guess what? Here's your homework. 28 days later, Shogo <laughs> song, and then go listen to Trevor Bauer's awesome album. It'll change your life. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of homework. Yeah. It's not that much. <laughs> Sorry, it's your show. We Don't you work out a lot? That's like half a workout yeah. of, of homework. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'll have a report for you guys. I'll give you a, a full-on book report for it. <laughs> Thank uh, but you. Well, when we have you guys back, when we have you on our show, I expect all of those things to be checked <laughs> off because I will be asking about it. So just letting you know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm all. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. But well, we'll do it. So I, I will say really quick, you guys are huge inspirations for us, what you guys do. Uh, the fun that you guys have, just the way that you guys don't, I won't curse, so I don't have to put stuff in our imaginary swear jar, but, uh, you guys really set the tone for how we want to run our show. So, uh, I just can't thank you guys enough for, for kind of setting the, I don't even can't get the expression right. Just helping to set the way for us here. So I just, it's super, super nice. I, I don't like, I say this a lot whenever we do stuff like anytime anyone's like, Oh, we've listened to you for a long time and it's cool to like talk with you. I'm like, Really? Like, oh, you want to talk with us? That's cool. Uh, that's awesome, dude. And, you know, there's a lot of big, big podcasts and shows out there. There's a lot, I mean, from CBS to ESPN, some that might have even been at some point independent. They're not, you know, the athletic stuff rates, and they're not. Uh, Sleeper on the Bust is, I mean, they're, they're what everybody wants to be with, uh, Spore and Justin and everything they do. So, you know, the independent podcast has to work even harder because the big guys have changed up their scope. When Bogman and I were first doing this, one of the things that pissed us off the most was how little care anybody gave to their production. They'd have crappy audio. They would use, you have like six guys hanging around one microphone. It sounded like crap and it pissed me off and I, and we hated it. And one thing it, we, like everybody does, you know, everyone's like, well, I could do it better. And then Bogman and I, we did that. And then we started to do it better, like not necessarily maybe the takes or anything like that, but we had some of the best audio quality and we made that an important thing. And we had fun with the podcast. So we made it better in how 
we felt things needed to be. And that's not how everyone's going to enjoy it. But what I'm getting at is the big guys have all changed and they understand how important podcasts are. So they're more organized. They sound better. They're doing video. They're getting guests. They're doing the things that the independents were trying to push harder. Uh, Dear Mr. Fantasy is a podcast that doesn't exist anymore. Chris McBrien, he was, they were kind of like the, they were the pinnacle of, of all of those things of independent podcasting, getting guests, having fun, doing production. So we all have to work harder. You have to work harder. You're grind. You guys are grinding. You got Austin Eckler on your football podcast. That's ridiculous. It's dope. People should be checking that out. We have to have good video. You guys have a great setup here. You got to have microphones. You got to do it right. If you're going to do it independent, because everybody and their mother thinks they can do what everybody else mm-hmm. does, you have to put all of the, the the pieces together and go out there, and you got to grind your ass off. And that's what you guys are doing. So good on you. And you know, I hope you guys keep succeeding. You guys are doing awesome, and more people are going to keep listening. But we all got to work harder. And all Bogman and I are just two dudes doing independent podcasting and hoping people will dig it and support us. And when you do that, you're telling independents they can do it, and they're telling you guys you can do it. And keep it up, man. Keep rocking. And Thank I'm gonna. Plug really quick and say you got to listen to the Nick Pollock and Friends episode with uh, the Welsh on it because I, you you went into like detail about the sound production and kind of your path and your journey and yeah. it wasn't I was listening to it while I was doing pull ups at the gym and it was extremely motivating. So. Of course, he has to get a workout. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like I'm all jacked up. I'm all of course you were doing. If you said you were just like eating something, I would be like bull crap. You're not. Like, to, to it was a protein shake I, after a workout. If I, I got you two extra pull ups on that, <laughs> that's badass. Oh yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, thank you. I mean, Paul does a great job, and I like to get serious sometimes, as goofy and dumb as we both are with things. Uh, I like having real conversations, and um, and that's also you know why like people should know like you guys are grinding, grinding your ass off, and you know tune in, support, uh, support when you guys are on other podcasts. They, they you know your true fans, if they continue to support, it'll give you guys a motivation to keep doing it, and eventually. Next thing you know, it you're just going to be like, holy crap, look at where we are. And that's, you know, you guys are probably getting close to that. So keep rocking it, man. Hey, I, I really appreciate that, guys. And um, I know we'll get you guys out of here. So make sure you guys tune in. Make sure you listen to their stuff. They're obviously phenomenal. Subscribe, join their Patreon. Next week, if you listen to our show, we'll have, speaking of the guy, Nick Pollock of Pitcherless is going to be on next week. So make sure you strap in for that one. Until then, everybody stay safe. Enjoy another week of baseball. And we're going to make like a bread truck and all buns. So we'll see y'all next week.